0: Apple feature presents 70s Friends of Frankenstein, episode 16, a minute-by-minute minute podcast covering Frankenstein 80 and Blackenstein, two Frankenstein offshoots, variations, from 1973. I'm your host, Dan. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And we're going to switch it up this time. We're putting Frankenstein 80 uh, at the front, and then Blackenstein will be second. And we'll do that every five episodes or so. We'll switch them up uh, just for fun. And I have found my Blackenstein Blu-ray, so hopefully I can give you just a little update of where we are 16 minutes into the theatrical, or 15 to 16 minutes in the theatrical, 15 to 16 minutes into the home video version. Remember, who we are watching the home video version for this podcast. So I would like to dive into Frankenstein 80. Uh, when we left it, the... Um, uh, Dr. Schwartz was giving uh, Permission to the Brother of the woman who died Because she didn't have a Schwartz serum um, Based permission to do uh, More or less what uh, He wanted to investigate, he's a reporter investigative reporter, to investigate Who stole the Schwartz serum Listen to this About it any way you feel You have my permission to question anybody in the hospital Is that alright? Yes, Professor And I'll find who did it, you can be sure Good luck. Do you want something, sir? I'm working on the Schwartz Serum case. The night it was stolen, who was on duty? I don't know. Where can I find out? In the personnel office. Thank you. Doctor, who's in charge of records on this floor? I don't know. Why don't you ask the nurse in there? I'm sorry, it's not visiting hours. I want some information. Dr. Sch- so I put uh, Frank 80 at the front of the episodes just in time to have an episode where our main guide basically walks... Through random hallways of a hospital, told that yeah, I don't know, Where, where's this? I don't know, and eventually he does find a room, a very depressing room. I'll talk about this in a minute, filled with a bunch of patients, and begins to talk to a guy. And since he's been given the uh, Schwartz, um, the Schwartz case, I I, I, I like the Schwartz does have the power to allow him to to wander around the place and question whoever he wants. So you see him go to like a, a reception desk. Uh, where there's the unhelpful guy. I'm working on the Schwartz Serum case. <gasps> the Schwartz Serum case. That's a thing. Is that something that's actually happening, or, or um, it makes it sounds like he's a police officer or something. It makes it sound like everyone should know what the Schwartz Serum case is. I wouldn't know what it is, and the guy doesn't seem to know. It's too bad our, our hero, hero, whoever he is, gets a little, gets a little smart. Well, where can I find it? Why don't you say, well, where could I find them? There's no need to be smarmy. Uh, and if the guy doesn't know, the guy doesn't know. You know, you, you don't go up to random people in a hospital and, you know, you, you, don't, you don't go up to one of the surgeons and say, where do you keep your really good toilet paper? You, you know, you wouldn't do that. You know, you wouldn't go up to the, the janitor and say, you know, like, um, you know, I've got this pain in my chest and my arm is numb. Could you please help me? You know, so going up randomly to, to people just seems like foolishness to me. But then this is Frankenstein 80. You know, if I wanted no foolishness in my life, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. Um, there, there's not much to say about the minute per se. It, it just, it ends with him looking around, peering in some rooms, um, peeking in, uh, it's clearly a restroom of some variety. And it's weird because he kind of wanders like a couple thin, small hallways without anyone in them that seem more like they're... Almost deserted. And then he looks in one room, and the orderly that he calls out to talk to, you know, is tending someone in a bed, and you can see three or four other people, and these bed's almost stacked on top of one another. And it's, it's weird, because, like, I don't see any markings on the door. I don't see anything on the door. It just looks like a depressing, unmarked room at the end of a hallway, but it seems to be filled with patients. And that's kind of depressing to me. I mean, I expect, you know, I expect, you know, like the singing detective, for example, you know, the room with all the patients in it. You know, it's a big room at the end of the hallway. It's a huge room. It's filled with patients. They all have some space around them. There are tables. There are spots where they can sit. There are nurses' stations. There are all sorts of things. This just looks like a depressing, long, thin room with a bunch of sick people practically right on top of one another. But again, that's Frankenstein 80. I wouldn't be talking about Frankenstein 80 if if you didn't see goofy stuff like this. And, um, yeah, it's kind of weird. It it reminds me of their, um, I forget what, is it the Philadelphia airport um, where uh, I was, I was, like three years ago, I was going to Rochester, New York to see my family from L.A., and I landed on one end of the airport, and I had like an hour before the next flight, and I started to walk towards the next flight. You know, the airport's huge, and all these huge ga- the gates, and all these people, and all these things, and everything like that. And it was one of those things where I went from like, you know, gate 1A to gate like 7Z or something like that. So when I was just walking along, and the more I walked, like the smaller everything got and the smaller number of people that were around me. And it just got thinner and thinner until finally I got to a spot where literally I I was walking along, and I passed sort of a last place where there were a lot of people, and I entered a really kind of thin hallway. And there was a sign at the end that just pointed to the left, to the gate I wanted. And I rounded the corner. It did kind of like one of those kitty corner things where you, know, you go a little bit, and then you take a sharp right. And there was just this long, like, empty hallway with, like, nothing in it. And I'm thinking, where the hell am I? And I I walked down this long hallway, turned to the left again, and came out another hallway, which luckily I was like, that was a a gap in between, like, two sections of the airport that was a little hallway but it was just so weird that I went from this enormous place with all these people and all this hustle and bustle and then just the closer I got to my gate it was just like smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and suddenly I'm just walking down this thin hallway you know and there was like one lady walking towards me and she passed me there was no one else there and I was I took pictures of that when I started I was like I was like because it was like wow look at how busy this place is and then when it started to get smaller I took a picture of like look how where, where did all the, all the people go? And then I'm like, suddenly I'm here. Is this the same airport? And I like, too, that he's just wandering through this uh, hospital. I was at say hotel. Wandering through this hospital, just uh, trying to find people to chat with about uh, what's going on with the Schwartz Serum. And um, he just finds this depressing room filled with sick guys. And again, there isn't much going on, but he is looking for something to do with the Schwartz Serum, and he's going to talk to this guy about it. And... Um, I really don't have much to say right here Let me dive into uh, Blackenstein And we left off the last time And Winifred and Dr. Stein Had entered the room With the angry orderly And um, Eddie in the uh, in the bed Pardon me We're looking for Eddie Turner uh, uh, Yeah uh, He's right here But hey uh, look you only got uh, another 20 minutes uh, 20 minutes visit eh? Thank you Eddie? Winifred, why are you here? I know you said we shouldn't see each other anymore, but I just had to. Eddie, this is Dr. Stein, the doctor I studied with when I was in school. Remember, I, I told you about him when I was in Hawaii to see you. I brought him here today because we, because we want to help you, if you let us. Eddie, I would like to do anything I can to help. You. Although I can't offer you any positive promise. So the minute is is the them arriving, uh, Winifred, Doctor Stein arriving at the room. The orderly kind of calming himself down and and trying to look presentable and leaving, and then yeah, uh, a sort of ashamed Eddie who keeps looking away uh, with Winifred, Doctor Stein and um, she begins to explain what's going on and then, then Dr. Stein begins to explain what he, that he um, oh, he can't make any promises. That's the, that's the minute, in a nutshell. What I'd like to use this minute for, though, is catching up on what we missed and the differences between the theatrical and the video version. So remember that if, if you're watching the Severn Blu-ray, we're beginning 30 seconds into the home video version because of the introductory um, text and the Xenon Pictures uh, logo. So, so you're actually pro- approximately 16 minutes 30 seconds when this is ending. A shot of Dr. Stein on the left and Winifred on the right. I like Winifred's wig, uh, and maybe I like Dr. Stein's rug. No, I think I think that's um, that's uh. He's, he's got the, I like I does that really work the, the the sort of checkerboard jacket and that blue shirt and that like purple tie he has on which is almost like a swirly kind of thing I don't know I guess that works uh, it's 1973 I think everything worked in 1970 it was one of those rare convergence times in fashion where just everything everything went well at once and um, wear it wear it wear it because next year we won't be able to the interesting thing is that if you are watching the theatrical version the theatrical version is give me a second here the theatrical version is all right oh interesting um, so the uh, so the theatrical the theatrical I just looked the theatrical so I just had a look the theatrical at this point is 16 seconds ahead so 15 to 16 seconds ahead. Um, don't throw out the possibilities is where the theatrical ends at its 16th minute. Which is interesting because you might think, huh, Dan, um, you know, didn't uh, didn't the uh, the home video version start off with like a minute of random standing around in the lab- laboratory doing random junk? Yes, yes it did. And um, if you know, if, if we're 16 minutes in, shouldn't the... Um, theatrical version be more than 16 seconds ahead it should be except for the really interesting thing that i forgot about i thought i thought these scenes happened after they brought eddie back there but in the theatrical what happens and you know it it's it's basically um she says um uh, uh, they're, they're, they're at dinner, and she says, well, Eddie will be here tomorrow. Maybe we can go see him. And Dr. Stein says, okay, you know, I should, uh, I should be free after 2 in the afternoon. Then it cuts back to Winifred, and then you hear a voice say, let's go see the patients. And um, then the next two minutes or so, two to three minutes, are visiting, visiting uh, Dr. Stein, Winifred, and Malcolm visiting two of the patients. Uh, that Dr. Stein has been experimenting on and the mention of RNA and injections and all sorts of stuff and then at the end of those scenes with Malcolm doing a bit of leering towards Winifred we cut to the scenes go to the VA office whereas the home video version oddly enough um, I think th- those scenes are in the home video version I believe don't quote me on that I'm pretty sure they're in the home video version they, but they, I guess they, they move them Maybe we'll see why as as the next minute comes up. But in the whole video version, in the whole video version, it actually the scene actually plays out the way it was shot. Did you, did you have you seen that? Did you notice that? Where it's like, um, uh, yes, um, you know, I'll be free after two in the afternoon. Then it cuts back to Winifred. She says like, thank you, and it cuts back to him, and he says, um, if you excuse me now, I have some other uh, work to take care of. And she says, okay, I'll have a look around. And then you see her briefly having a look around. Mm-hmm. When it comes back to her in the theatrical, and you hear, "Oh, let's go see some of the patients," that's 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 folded in uh, later on, and or, or or dubbed in. That's dubbed in later on and is not <laughs> actually part of that scene. I that's interesting to me because the fact that they shot the scene the way we're seeing in the home video version, but the theatrical put that scene there. I'm wondering if they call it the home video version. I'm wondering if it's actually an er, just an earlier version. Because what I've sort of read is, yeah, this is a version that came out on home video. And it was a... Um... I'll have to look that up. I'm not sure of that. Because just the way it does that makes me think that... Just, just the fact that, like I said, the home video version is the way they shot it. And the theatrical goes to a different scene through a badly dubbed line makes me think that maybe the home video version was the original version? And, you know, maybe someone thought, oh, you know, we need to have him do... We need to show him some of the patients and kind of show what they're doing, and then let's go see Eddie. Um, it, It... it it kind of makes more sense the way it is in the home video version with the way it's I'm gonna I where he's he's being you know secretive about the stuff he's doing and then he goes she looks around and then they go to the hospital, but I I kind of really I I like when they do stuff like that like I I won't go long on it but if you if you buy the Night Terrors Blu-ray for the Valerie Harper TV movie um, Kino Lorber released it uh, Scorpion released it through Kino Lorber uh, the Great Amanda Reyes and I have a commentary on that and there are two versions of that movie there's the the, the version that screened originally, which is the version on the Blu-ray, which is 73 minutes or so, 74. Then there's a 90-minute version, which came out on video in the mid-80s, and which was used when they showed it in repeats to fill a two-hour slot, and which is the version most people know. And so... We just we, one of the things I discussed in the commentary is the, are the differences between the two versions, and occasionally it's not just scenes removed; it's like shots within scenes removed, and weird moments and things. It's always it's always fascinating to see the way they they fiddle around with it to get it to work. Another film that's fun to watch like that is um, High Point with Richard Harris, Beverly D'Angelo, Christopher Plummer, Maury Chaykin. Um, that film, if you get the code red Blu-ray of that, it has the theatrical, which is like 93 minutes, and then the original cut, which is about 110 minutes. And to see the sort of... The, the way... The differences between them are, are pretty fascinating. But um, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I finally got the Blu-ray. So now hopefully we can keep on track of this episode by episode, rather than like every 10 minutes. So this was episode fifty sixteen sixteen. 16, 16 so this was episode 16 of 70's friends of Frankenstein everyone thank you for listening we'll be back next time and we'll learn what um, what the rest of Dr. Stein has to say to to Eddie and what Eddie's thoughts are on it and we will um, uh, see some more investigation in that strange hospital in somewhere in Germany Stuttgart I don't know is it in Stuttgart I don't know but uh, listen to this